I'll take a pound of nuts. This podcast is feeling the chunk, grumpy chunk. Hey kids, welcome to the show. The podcast getting started, so you know it's gonna blow. That was once a week, so listen up. You're gonna hear a ride in the can, solid wall of crap. Hey, It is too early. Oh, hold on, hold on. Don't start yet. Oh, Nectar of the Gods. Oh, I love coffee. Are we all? Oh, oh, we're all. <laughs> okay. Listening in Garner, North Carolina, Bristol, England, and Shimla, India, this is the Grumpy Chuck Podcast. In production is the ever-ready No Mike Mickey Dolan, and in the social media center is the social media savant, Scotty the Intern. I'm your maitre d' of the mic, your podcaster, Pip, 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 Slap, your tumultuous troll ball, because I'm troll ballin', troll ballin', grumpy junk. Oh my god. Okay, it's official. This month sucks. I am so glad this month is over, because <laughs> my head is killing me. I mean, not only is the show late. Because of a power outage, I, I don't even want to. No, we started the month with uh, with a new manager, right? No, this dude fresh out of a broadcasting school, thinking he knows everything. Jeremy the Barista PD. Our story begins here with coffee. He can't even make a good cup of frothy coffee. No, a dude's riding my hole. Guess what, Chuck? Go to hell. Then I find out that DJs I used to work with are stealing my audio right from uh, this podcast because they're no-talent scumbags and jerk-offs. Still, it's kind of a bummer. No. 
my head is killing me right now. And then on Friday, oh my God, I can't even. My head is killing me right now. Oh my God. I get this email from E Entertainment. The series that I've been working on, right? The vo- voicing, the commercials and everything. Trim that bush. And then uh, the, the subsequential Trim It Down Under starring Billy Bush. It got shelved. It got shelved. Everything you touch turns to suck. It's official. No. I was like, I was all, all prepared to be like the commercial voice. No. I'm, I'm bummed right now. I am so bummed. This email says that the uh, test audience apparently hated Billy Bush being anywhere near Lawn and Garden. All right. I, I don't even, like, what? Oh, my. I, it's like Billy Bush can't even go to Home Depot or Lowe's or anything now. Oh, my. What? And the only thing I could guess is that uh, it has something to do with uh, his association with Donald Trump and the Grab My 50 no. stuff. That little video they did and the and the title trim that bush probably didn't sit well with the test audience i mean that's the only thing i can think of but still i'm bummed man no i mean i did what i was paid to do and i gotta tell you even though i hate e entertainment i think it's stupid no it's vapid i was kind of hoping to be heard on e i was so i'm bummed no (sighs) no mike mickey dolan could you play that spot one more time the last time no and just play it one more time from the producer of the Kardashians, Ryan Seacrest, E! Entertainment presents Trim That Bush. Oh my God, it's like the 70s out here. Billy, you crazy. This Friday, Billy Bush takes you through Beverly Hills and Hollywood looking at iconic celebrity landscapes. Billy Bush is your host for Trim That Bush. That's a lot of fur. Billy, why are you in my closet? Trim That Bush, 9 o'clock, Fridays on E! No. I am so just, oh, I'm just so discombobulated. Oh my. Because, and that's, now we're recording early. No. We're recording early on Sunday. It's dark out. All because on the day we're supposed to record the uh, podcast, there's a power outage, right? And the engineer's like, oh, I don't know what to do. It's like, well, don't we have a backup? No. No. It's like, really? How can you shut down a whole place? No. Well, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with the all. The power company. It's like, no. What? So that's why we're like late. No. Uh, I'm so bummed. No. I'm so bummed. I'm just, it's just not, the month has sucked. I just, oh, my God, I got the blues. (laughs) I got the blues. I got the blues. Oh, I got the blues. What the hell was that? Forget it, he's rolling. Oh my god. I got that. My boss is a tool shed. My boss is a tool shed blues. I got the blues. I got that. I got that blues. Got that, trim that bush. Didn't do well with the test audience blues. Oh, I got that, trim that bush. Didn't do well with the test audience blues. Oh no. So I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. 
I got that scumbag ballless DJs stealing my junk blue. I got that. I got that scumbag ballless DJs stealing my junk blue. Podcast right. is feeling the chunk. Hello? Hey, can you put me through, please? No, through the chunk, please. Thank you. No matter what you say, though, people kiss up to you and agree with you. I, I couldn't wait to hear your show this morning because I knew everybody was going to be going. Right. Oh my God, no. Grumpy Chunk. Hello, I'm famous podcaster Grumpy Chunk. One day, my producer, no Mike Mickey Dolan, came to me with a problem that a lot of men face. I remember him saying, Grumpy. Don't say anything to anyone, but my nuts smell like bread. What do I do? Obviously, I didn't share a secret with anyone, but I also told him about a great new product, Balgesil. This ointment fights ball yeast and comes in different scents. Lavender, sandalwood, rose water, hush puppy, and clean linen. But more importantly, Balgesil fights that day-old bread smell in your ball region, allowing you to smell fresh and clean. Take it from me, not because I'm a famous podcaster, but because good friends keep secrets and help your junk smell fresh. You can pick up Balgesil as soon as possible. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Still to come on the Grumpy Chuck Podcast, the award-winning news in my pants. Email of the day, Gonad the Bulbarian and Sports Chunk. Uh, we're going to do Sports Chunk in about uh, just a few seconds here. But I received this email. You know, I'm not making it the email of the day because I've received several emails about this subject and, uh, from, from other people from other parts of the world. So I'm, I'm going to read one that represents all the questions all wrapped up into uh, one email. All right, so I've, I've had a lot of emails, all, all four of them. Uh, this one comes from uh, Too Much Man For You from the Bronx, New York, who says he listens to me on the Apple podcast, which is cool. So his uh, comment slash question reads, Grumpy, last week I heard you say you've never smoked pot. I've also heard you say you've never had a drink. Are we to believe that you are pure as the driven snow and have never... Um, too much man for you. You got to learn how to write, bro. <laughs> okay. So uh, uh, are we to believe that you are pure as the driven snow and never drink, smoke, or do drugs? 
dude, you're funny as hell, but you've got to be lying to say you've never done anything. Don't lie to us. All right. So too much man for you from the Bronx, New York. I've received several emails saying pretty much the same thing. I've never taken any sort of recreational drug. Absolutely. That's a fact. I've been around drugs. I mean, this is in this business, you're around it all the time. I can say that I've uh, probably had probably a contact high or something from being around pot smokers, okay? But I don't smoke cigarettes, never have. And not, you know what? I'm, I'm not judging by not doing that. I just, it's, it's not, not who I am, all right? It's not, it's not part of my DNA. Now, when I was younger, my buddies and I would sit around jawjacking and uh, smoking a cigar, maybe four in my life, all right? So it's not something that, it's not like a vice, right? But I've never said I haven't had a drink or that I haven't been drunk. I have. It's not, I haven't, it hasn't happened a lot. It's very infrequent, but I got a, I got a couple really good drunk stories. I really do. Uh, three to be exact. And I promise I'll, one of these days, I'll, one of these days, maybe in future episodes, I'll be telling those stories. My mental facilities were questioned once after a root canal because I went back to work after taking a couple of Percocets. Okay. And then I interviewed the band Outcast. <laughs> it was, it was like really awkward. Hold, hold on. What? Hold on. No Mike Mickey Dolan's in my ear here. You, you've never heard that? I've never told you that story? All right. Real quick. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the story real quick because we got to get to the sports chunk. Okay? All right. So I was doing afternoons at this radio station in Miami. It was this crappy little rock station. Nobody knew it existed. It was part of a group uh, of better known radio stations. Okay? There were some better stations in there, including this urban station, which is a great, great station. So that morning, I had an appointment to have a root canal done. All right, so I'm on my way to the dentist. Now, I've never, I, at that point, I, have, I had never had a root canal. And everybody and their mother was telling me, oh, my God, you're getting a root canal. Oh, my God, you're getting a root canal. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're getting a root canal. You're getting a root canal. Oh, that's going to be painful for you. You know, so I'm kind of like, you know, a little nervous about it. So I go have the root canal done. And afterwards, I'm feeling pretty good. It wasn't uh, the, the, all the crazy that uh, people were saying that root canal was going to be. So I decided that I was going to go ahead and go to work. All right. Now I was doing afternoons and I also, I'm not one of those guys that lets other people do my job. Okay. So the midday guy would have had to have stayed a little bit later. The uh, night girl would have had to come in a little earlier. I didn't want that to happen. So I went ahead and went in. So I get there and I'm starting to feel a little bit of a twinge, right? And it worries me. And I thought to myself, man, I don't want to be doing my show and having all this pain. The doctor had given me some Percocet. So I took it. I didn't know how powerful these things were, and I took three of them. (laughs) So I'm doing the show. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right. And so about 4.30 in the afternoon, there's a knock on the studio door. Now, on the studio door was this glass door, and we had just moved into a new location, and so all the logos weren't put on the doors yet. So I'm looking out the door. It's a glass door, and there's these three dudes standing there. So I motion for, you know, a motion to come in. So one guy pops his head in, and he says, are you ready for us? Am I ready for you? What? Uh, now, now I'm thinking in my Percocet little mind, I'm thinking to myself, ah, oh, the sales department set me up with some advertiser and now I got to do this interview. So I feel kind of stuck. So I motion him to come on in. I figure, oh, oh, might as well. Again, crappy little radio station. Nobody listened to us at all. So what the hell? Bring it on in. Come on, guys. Come on in. So the song that was on the, on the radio at the time was a Cypress Hill song. Okay. It was a rap song. Cypress Hill, these two guys sit down. The handler dude says, damn, y'all hard. And, not, and he's referring to the Cypress Hill song. The song's coming to an end. 
And so I didn't talk to these guys ahead of time. I just went ahead and said, all right, well, let's just go ahead and do it. Song ends. I do the call letters. I back announce the song, Cypress Hill, whatever. I say my name. And I said, right now, we're talking with. And then I, and that's it. I said, we're talking with. And then I said, you know what, guys? Introduce yourselves. One guy says, I'm Big Boy. And the other guy says, I'm Andre 3000. And then I say, because I'm high on three Percocets, and I'm thinking I'm being funny. I'm not recognizing what's going on here. I said, I said to Andre 3000, I said, so was there 2,999 of you before? And we're live on the air. He says, shit. And he's thinking I'm disrespecting him. I'm high. And they get up and start leaving. And we're still live on the air. And I, I said, I said, don't you hold it. Where are you guys going? Don't the handler says to me, well, you guys were, you were going to play the song. I said, well, you guys want me to still play the song? You know, because I'm just kind of going with the flow. Big boy says to me, you can shove it up your ass. And Andre 3000 says, straight up yes. <laughs> and they walk right out of the studio. I'm like, uh, bye. <laughs> Not understanding what's going on. Still high on the Percocet. We're live on the, on, the, on the air. I go ahead and hit another song. Get out of it. Now, later, I'm in the staff lounge in the afternoon DJ, Easy E. Not the original Easy E from NWA, but Easy E, the DJ from the Urban Station. He comes in, he sits down, and he, <laughs> he says, "You must be high. You with Outcast, man." And I just looked at him. I said, "What? That was Outcast? I didn't." <laughs> He's laughing at me. He's like, "Why'd you mess with him?" I said, "Man, I'm my. I just had a root canal. I'm on Percocet right now, dude. I, these things are strong." Easy E starts laughing at me. He said they, they, they finally got to the right studio because they were at the wrong studio. They made a mistake. <laughs> and so Outcast takes um, this stoned white dude. <laughs> so Outcast thinks I'm a stoner, which, <laughs> you know, so I have that going for me. <laughs> so anyway, so that's my, that's the one time, right? And that wasn't even, that wasn't like recreational. I was, in, I was, I was prepared for pain and I was afraid of pain. And then I ended up uh, making Outcast mad at me. So now Outcast will never, ever talk to me ever again. True story. Absolute true story. Uh, can I tell you something? This is, this is why I hate telling stories sometimes because then we get away from what we're planned to do. Mickey Dolan, what am I doing now? We don't, <laughs> this segment goes along. We don't have time for sports chunk. What do you want me to do? Hold on. Uh, this Can I tell you, I'm so sorry. This show is so shot. We're, it's Sunday morning. We're recording this now. Ugh, it's still dark out. This is ridiculous. What? All right. So we'll do the sports chunk inside news in my pants. We'll do that next. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, in the meantime, the continuing saga of Gonad the Barbarian. In the far reaches of the arid steppe known as Lapland. My master lived, fought, and loved. He was a thief. He was a warrior. He was a king. He was Gonad the Barbarian. In today's episode of Gonad the Barbarian, after stealing the mystical giant balls of King Testicles from the Hernia Empire, Gonad and his trusty sidekick Rectum attempt to hide the mystical giant balls in a sack. Gonad! 
Our sack isn't big enough! Arr! This has been Gonad the Barbarian. <gasps> brought to you by Spunky's Roasted Nuts. Put a couple in your mouth today. Oh my. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Does your home have tile, stone, or grout? It needs to be sealed right now. Don't wait. Because if you do, then you're asking yourself to have stains and buildup all up in there. You can stop stains and buildup. Protect your tile, stone, and grout with Miracle Sealants 511. That's Miracle Sealants 511 by Rustolian. Pick it up today at your local Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, or wherever Rustolian is sold. So stop being lazy. You have a tile project you're planning? Miracle Sealant 511. Pick it up today on your way home. Online, 24 hours a day. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. The Grumpy Chunk Podcast rolls on. Remember, we ask you to like, subscribe, follow. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And we also ask that you share anything you like from the podcast. Anything that you find entertaining, anything that uh, you think your friends or coworkers will, would find entertaining, just know DJs from other radio stations because they're, they're scumbags. All right. Uh, we are so running close on time. We need to keep going here. It is time for news. In my pants. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're gonna take some news from my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Once again, another edition of the award winning News in My Pants. It's where we take a week's worth of news stories, we put them on these little pieces of paper. Oh my. And we shove them in my pant pockets and randomly pull them out. Oh my. Like the magic hat trick. You going for the rabbit, but you don't know what you're gonna get. Something like that. Story number one. No. I'm going for my I'm going for my front pocket. Alright, here we go. From KCCI TV News. A man was admitted to the hospital with twenty-five plastic toy horses inserted into his rectum. Doctors say his content. Doctors say his condition is stable. <laughs> I I get it. I get it. Stable horses. KCCI, you're so funny. Can you imagine anybody acting like that? You know, I think the poor guy's screwy. All right. So let's get serious. What kind of kinky bastard you got to be to be shoving 25 plastic toy horses up your ass, man? I mean, straight up your ass. <laughs> Looks like we're shy of one horse. <laughs> I mean, was he trying to smuggle these toy horses across the border? No. I'm more interested in, in what the hell this dude was thinking. No. I mean, does he have a tramp stamp tattoo on his ass that says, New Home of Toys R Us, or Your Happy Meal is in my ass? I mean, really? That boss, see, that boss, just like a tattoo, gets under your skin. Oh, this is going to be good today. Let me tell you something right now. No. Let me go for story number two here. I'm going back pocket this time. All right, hold on. Okay. Story number two, from Insider, an Emmy reporter asked Jillian Anderson if she had spoken to Margaret Thatcher in, people can't write, in preparing for her role as Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. Okay, let me see if I got this right. An Emmy reporter asked Jillian Anderson if she had spoken to Margaret Thatcher while preparing for her role as Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. Uh, Thatcher passed away in 2013, so obviously this reporter is a moron. I see that. 
But I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure Jillian Anderson was really nice about it. She's just. Oh, no. You know, obviously, you know, she's dead. So, no, you don't really talk. You know, and then moved on. If it had been Grumpy Chunk, I would have been like, no. Like, let's say this, okay? Let's say I was going to play Orson Welles in a biopic, right? Because, I mean, we're both round. I got a beard. He got some beard. And somebody asked me, so did you talk to Orson Welles before you did the uh, biopic? Well, since he's been dead since 1985, uh, the answer would have been no. But this is where my head goes. I would have said, well, I found a medium and we had a seance. Orson's ghost was a little busy, but we spoke to the apparition assistant for Mr. Wells, and he was delighted with my breathtaking performance. And then the ghost of Elvis showed up and offered me some kung fu lessons. No one should ever want to talk to the dead. Seances. They're weird. No. All right, let's move on. That's stupid. All right, I'm going the other back pocket. Yeah, if I can hear my tailbone. Crazy. All right, so this is from Fox News. FBI seizes more than 3,000 penises during a raid at a morgue employee's home. Oh, boy. Okay, let's read deeper into this. This has got to be good. No. FBI agents made an astounding discovery while executing a search warrant at the residence of a Houston mortician. 3,178 embalmed human penises were found. What the? Hey, buddy, what brings you to my little slice of hell? Seriously? Why? (laughs) So many questions. No. What are you doing with all those those penises, dude? Are you going to open up like a penis museum or something like that? This is a night of true magic. No. Are are you looking for the right size? No. Do you think that the ghosts aren't going to need their junk in the afterlife? No. Some people collect toy horses up their ass. Yo, bro. No. What are you doing collecting embalmed dicks? We are dealing with subtleties here. Oh, my God. Okay, no, 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 no. No. Five thousand questions. I'm just I'm gonna leave it right there. No. And I'm going I'm going for another pocket here. This is turning out to be like the worst episode ever. Okay, here we go. Story number four from the A V Club. Homeowner finds creepy doll in the wall of his house with a note confessing to the murders of the previous owners. I don't know what's scarier, a creepy doll who's going to murder you. Or a Houston mortician who's going to embalm your dick after the creepy doll murders you in order to free her 25 plastic horse friends out your ass. <laughs> Looks like we shot one horse. <laughs> this is this day's this day's shot. This day's shot. I'm telling you right now. You want to do, you want to just do sports chunk? This is okay. We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit sports chunk. Sports chunk. All right, let's do some sports chunk right now before we get to Professor Hostetler. So the story is uh, from uh, the website For the Win. It's a sports website, right? The title of this is Taunting Calls Make the NFL Look Stupid. Okay, now if you know anything about uh, National Football League or football, not soccer, but football, okay, American football, it's a tough sport. I mean, there's it's 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 physical. Uh, I love watching football all together. Go Broncos! Broncos, best team ever. But the referees are are calling a lot of these ticky tacky flags for taunting. Now, taunting to me is I've just sacked the quarterback. I'm standing over. I'm jaw jacking him. I'm like, you want some more of this, you punk ass bitch? You know, it's like that. That's that's taunting, right? I can see a flag being you know thrown for that. But really, I'm watching a I'm watching a game last week. 
and I saw this player get flagged for twirling the ball in the end zone after a touchdown. Really taunting? No. I twirl the ball? No. Like it's a top? Really? Ooh. No. Well, that's threatening. No. Or, or another guy, he had uh, just got a touchdown, and he kind of side-eyed the cornerback that was chasing him. Flag. No. I mean, it's not like you died. No. And the player stole your penis for his collection at home. No. I mean, come on, man. No. Come on, ref. No. Be real with those flags, bro. No. You know, I just got to get out of this. You know what? Let's do this. Professor Hostetler, exploiting weatherman. Professor, can you bring some sanity back to the program? Um, thank you very much for the late start today. This totally messed up my routine. I can't believe that you guys don't have a backup generator. What kind of company is this? Idiotic. Especially since the weather is so pretty pleasant! Professor, you act like I'm the one who pulled the plug on this power outage thing. So just back up, brah. Jeez. Okay, you know what? That's it for news in my pants. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're going to take some news from my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants, I got news in my pants. News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Grumpy. Grumpy. John. Let's just get into it. Hungry Howie's, home of the original flavored crust pizza. Choose from eight mouth-watering crust flavors. Butter, butter cheese, Asiago cheese, ranch, onion, Cajun, sesame, garlic herb. Order anything from pizza to fresh salad, wings, and pasta. My favorite, of course, is the chicken parm oven-baked sub. As the French Canadians would say, magnifique, or something like that. Download the Hungry Howie's app now. Order online, check out their daily deals, and earn yourself a free pizza. Hungry Howie's, the delivery and carryout experts, since 1973. Things are about to get grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. We're in the home stretch of uh, this episode of the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on the email. The Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com. It seems like we're going we're going long. It's taking forever. Let's just get to it. Email of the day. Yeah, what are you doing in here? Yeah, boy. Checking my electronic mailbox. Yeah, I do it on my computer, but the Commodore 64 gets kind of buggy. Oh, MC Grumpy, and I'm here to say we're going to read your emails all damn day. Clickety, 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 click. Somebody trying to contact me. Oh, my God. Clickety, 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 click. Today's email comes from Gerard in Brussels. Uh, that's in Belgium. Belgium? Belgium. Belgium. Listening on uh, Spotify. And he writes, Grumpy Chunk, as an old guy, have you been following the feud between Machine Gun Kelly and Corey Taylor? I think your show is funny, and I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one who works for an asshole. <laughs> okay, first off, uh, old guy. I mean, I'm an old guy, but <laughs> as an old guy. Okay, so uh, thank you, Gerard. And yes, we both work for a-holes. All right, so look. So I saw this in Loudwire. Let me see if I can paraphrase this uh, instead of going into like, you know, 20 minutes talking about Machine Gun Kelly because he doesn't deserve 15 minutes. Okay. So I guess Machine Gun Kelly, he's a failed rapper who turned uh, to Blink 182 style boy band uh, punk music. And he asked Corey Taylor of Slipknot fame to sing on his new album. Right. So 
Corey Taylor, he declined. Apparently, he declined, and if you read it, you go, oh, wow, that sounds nice. Corey Taylor didn't think he was right for the song that they wanted to do. So Machine Gun Kelly, while on stage at some festival, he says, I'm glad I'm not a 50-year-old has-been on stage wearing a mask. What, 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 what? No. Corey Taylor shot back oh at Machine Gun Kelly, oh and, then, and then Machine Gun Kelly took another shot at Corey Taylor, oh and then Corey Taylor just sort of shut him down. Oh you know, in that uh, in that sit in the corner little boy way. Beast mode. I gotta tell you, Machine Gun Kelly, he he feuds with everybody. I'm surprised he's not feuding with me. No, he feuded with Eminem. He got slaughtered. Oh he feuded with Blink 182's Bad Boy, oh Travis Barker. He got shut down. Oh That's pretty. Let me think about that for a second. You got shut down by Travis Barker, a boy band member, shut you down. Really? And now you're gonna go after Corey Taylor, and Corey Taylor is putting you in your place. Beast. I have to tell you, I'm surprised people still think Machine Gun Kelly is a thing. No. I don't think I could, I couldn't pick a song out of his, no. out of the air. No. If you played something for me, I'd be like, who's that? Everything you touch turns to suck. But I don't think uh, I would be able to make a career out of being punked down by everybody around me. So in, in Machine Gun Kelly's mind, he's probably like, okay, who's next, dude? Who's next, dude? Who's going to punk my ass down now? Bring it. Beast mode? It's like, really? You, you, you like getting punked down. And so you start all these feuds and you get punked down every single time. Everybody's making you their little bitch. Really? I, I, you know, raise the bar, man. Strive to be higher than somebody's little bitch. Jeez. You know, I'm going to let that go. Thank you, Gerard, for the email. Uh, you know, for an old guy, I thought that was right, not, not too bad, right? All right. So let's find out what we learned today. Today we learned that uh, E! Entertainment Series, Trim That Bush, has been shelved, and it makes Grumpy Chunk sad. What is this sad creature? No. We also learned that uh, uh, this episode came out late because of a power outage, which made Grumpy Chunk sad. It's sad, these changing times. No. Uh, we continued to learn that management keeps riding my hole oh my. like it's Fifty Shades of Chunk. Oh my. Making Grumpy Chunk very sad. Very sad life. No. We learned that the group Outcast told me to shove their CD up my ass, oh my. straight up my ass, oh my. and uh, they thought I was stoned. Oh my. And that makes Grumpy Chunk sad. Shake it like a polar bro a picture. Hey, No. We learned that a person could shove 25 plastic toy horses up their ass and still be in stable condition. <laughs> Thanks, KCCI TV, for that joke. <laughs> Looks like we're shy of one horse. <laughs> we learned that an FBI raid found over 3,000 penises in a Houston mortician's home, which is still less than the penises the other DJs can suck if they keep jacking my segments on my show. Beast mode. And we learned that Machine Gun Kelly is music's current little bitch. Eminem made him his bitch. Travis Barker made him his bitch. Corey Taylor just made him his little bitch. Machine Gun Kelly, you might want to double think leaving rock like you left rap. If you go to country, the last person you want to tangle with is Willie Nelson. He's going to make you his little bitch. And then take your remains, give your penis to a mortician in Houston, cremate the rest of you, smoke your ashes to get high. Machine Gun Kelly, don't go country unless you're willing to be Willie Nelson's little bitch. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be little bitches. No. And finally... You people cannot fathom that I'm just I'm just this messed up and don't do drugs and don't drink. No. You just you can't you can't fathom it. No. Crazy. 
just crazy. <laughs> no. Oh, and we also learned that this show has gone way too long, and I'm going to end it right now. Peace, love, happiness, the abstract truth. My advice to you is don't be somebody's little bitch and watch out for morticians from Houston who want your penis. Thank you. I now return you to the end of the world already in progress. <laughs>